0: Welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap Podcast. My name is Andrew Mayock and we're here to make you the best a woman has ever had inside and outside the bedroom, leaving women better and wetter and making men, men again. Now I'm here joined with a fucking special guest, SPU Daniel. Thank you for being here
1: hey cheers thanks so much for having me
0: now the reason i've got him here today is because he's i um, part of a company called surgical pickup which teaches men how to have the dating life that they've always wanted you could be a man right now being like i don't have any women in my life or you'd be like and you want to meet your ideal partner your dream partner or you're like you know what fuck it i want to go out there and have a lot of sexual experiences but as you know on the sexual, quant- sexual quantum leap we teach you what to do in the bedroom but what, how do you actually get girls there? So that's why I thought I'd bring in an expert to really break that down. Now, I um, before we go any further, if you want to go check out how to give women multiple orgasms with your hands, what you can go do is check out sexualquantumleap.com and you can learn how to do that by doing a pussy massage guide. And Daniel has dad, done that when he came on the retreat. So I'm giving that all away for free. So we'll break that down later in the podcast. Now, with saying this, Daniel is a phenomenal human being. I met him about a year ago now and we just hit it off like a house on fire we have a lot of things in common personal development all this stuff and i just i never forget when he just told me that he was going out so much and having so much success with a with women and he has a lot of integrity and really looks after his clients which i just go dude I'll teach them what to do once they're in the bedroom, but you show them how to get there. And there was just like a, a match made in heaven. And then, yeah, Daniel has like a really good, like energy and is like always working and growing. And I know I've seen the results for his clients and it's been phenomenal. So Daniel, thank you so much for being here. And yeah, you, if you want to give the audience a little bit more of a backstory about who you are.
1: Yeah, cheers! Thanks so much for that uh, introduction there.
0: Um, just a, a bit of
1: a basic uh, background on me. We won't spend too much time on it, but um, I was kind of a classic case uh, in the in the dating industry where um, basically a lot of pain. Uh, surrounding woman with me growing up. Um, A lot of the times I was just the the best friend. Um, I was the little brother. I was the kind of guy that the girls would complain to about their boyfriends Um, and just had a complete lack of understanding in terms of how to get women and how to get attraction. And for a long time in my life, um, it was almost like oh, this is just how it is. Like, this is just who I am. I'm just one of those guys who doesn't get girls. Some guys get girls, a very small minority, and most guys are just left trying to feed on the scraps. And then I was like, okay, well, this is my life, just feeding on the scraps. And then basically found out that you can actually improve your dating life. Um, And I went to a classic story from from zero to hero when it came to ladies. Um, And I completely transformed my dating life. And the biggest thing with me and what we teach at Surgical Pickup is all this stuff can be learned. It's not just like, oh, this is who you are. This is your life. Tough luck if you got a, a bad luck at the draw. It's like, no, you can learn this stuff. And not only have I seen the transformation in my life, but also in so many of the clients that I've worked with. And that's why I'm so passionate um, about helping guys get this area of their life handled because it's such a, such a painful area um, if guys don't have it handled.
0: Yeah, I, ne- I never forget when Daniel he was on a speech. That's where we met at a um, summit with about 150 to 200 people, and he was speaking. And he was like the little like dweeby guy in the background, and he's like the or the uh, like the alpha guy or the big the jock dude took all the girls, and he's like that's like that's my um, lot in life. And it's like no, it's not. I know no, you can talk a lot about that, man. So what was a big like change for you when you're like you know what, fuck it, enough's enough. I'm sick of being the dude who doesn't get women. How can I make this happen? And how can I master this skill?
1: Yeah, definitely. There was uh, kind of two main points, and I'll touch on them briefly. The first one's a, a bit of a story, so. I was about 20 years old at the time and still a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my friends, uh, they had all had girlfriends. they were all sleeping with girls, all these types of things. Um, and for me, it just, just never happened. Um, and I remember there was a girl in like my apartment block. Um, I won't mention any names. Let's just say her name was Camilla. Camilla, um, <laughs> geez. And um, she basically lived there and we like kissed a few times and we were like, text each other all the time I don't know if you guys had mix it that was like the thing back in the day before whatsapp Um, and she actually moved away to another city for like three or four months but she would come down on holiday so I remember like I was messaging her every day I'm like this is the girl I'm finally gonna lose my virginity it's gonna be epic like and all these just imagined situations in my mind, Um, and three months goes by, I'm texting her every day, like this is gonna be awesome, and she ends up coming back on holiday, Um, her parents just give her the apartment, For the for the week, so I'm like, oh yes, this is perfect. It's gonna happen. First night, we all go out to like this bar or like club type of thing, and we all have like pre drinks at her place before. So it's me and a bunch of friends, her and a bunch of friends, and like in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is gonna be amazing. This is gonna be the best night ever. Um and basically things were going well when we we're at her apartment and then we went out to the bar and club and all of a sudden I could sense like the the vibe like kind of switched a bit where it wasn't like so on and she wasn't responding so well and I'm like, oh no, it just must be nothing. Uh, I end up going to the bathroom and I come back and I overhear her saying to one of her friends, um, Oh no, I don't want to hook up with Daniel tonight. I want to hook up with his friend, James. Um, yeah. it's also just a, a different name, but I, I remember like, you know, that like sinking feeling in your heart where like your heart just gets ripped out of your chest. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like there's no ways this is happening. And basically in my scarcity mindset, um, I didn't want to let that go. Uh, so uh, the whole night I was kind of standing around her like talking, but I could see she was laughing way more at my friend James. Um, long story short, we end up going back to her place again, a bunch of our friends. Uh, a bunch of her friends and one by one all the girls and guys start leaving until it's just me her and James sitting around the table like having some drinks where I just don't want to let this go and and eventually I kind of like admit defeat I'm like oh fuck like uh this isn't going anywhere for me and this was like one of the most painful memories of my life it's like scorched in my mind um with me basically going to lie on the couch in her apartment like no blanket no pillow no nothing in my jeans or my going out clothes and and the last image I kind of remember is her and James like walking off to the bedroom together and then me just lying there like listening to them have sex like for such a long time and it was like I couldn't sleep like that was one of like the breaking points for me. Where I was just mm-hmm. like, enough is enough. Because if you don't ever have those like super painful moments, you can almost just like get by. Like, oh, it's not that bad. This kind of happened, and this didn't happen. But you, when you get hit with one of those painful moments, it like really shakes you to the core. And that was kind of the the first moment where I was like, holy shit! Like something has to change here. I mm-hmm. can't live my life like this anymore um so yeah that was the kind of main story where that pain became too unbearable where i said i need to make a change and then the next kind of step we can maybe talk about later is when i met gabriel gray um and got introduced to his teaching but um yo, it was a, a painful moment and i know even how you kind of got into your journey on the sexuality stuff was also a painful type of moment which Ooh. now we're super grateful mm-hmm. for funny enough but at the time oh my gosh
0: when your voids dictate your values, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Like yeah. massive void. That's a D Martini thing. We Daniel and I love him. It's like so your void was massive. Like it was with women, and then it's like it dictated the value, so you could get that sorted. Crisis so, is a blessing. Yeah. So yeah. then you go fuck. I'm gonna get this sorted, man. So you met Gabriel. Is mm. that, so Gabriel, I've had him on the podcast before. He's the one who actually is um, at his company at Surgical Surgical Pickup and. We just basically talked a lot about on, on, on his episode, just talking a lot about like how guys just don't have it together, how it's a skill and how you can learn this thing and how you're not destined, as you're saying, to be like that loser or the percep- perception of the loser your whole life. But this isn't this isn't even just for dudes who just go, you know what, I just want to have sex with lots of chicks. It could be like you want to find your, your a girl that you might want to have in your life, but getting the skill where you can like choose, not be chosen. So mm-hmm. a big, big difference.
1: Yeah, that, that that's such a big point. Um, and with a lot of my clients, like – Sometimes in the dating industry that we're in, there's this misperception of like, don't ever just get one girl, just go out there and have sex with so many women and things like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with finding a good quality girl mm. to to share the memories with. Like I have a primary girl at the moment, you've obviously met her. Um, and for me, I was just having so many experiences, like one night stands and just girls for like a couple of weeks and then gone for so long. And it was amazing. Like, I had the time of my life, but then, like, a little bit, I was like, oh, I'd like something a little bit deeper. You know, I've had that, mm. uh, the width of experience. Like, where's some depth? Um, and it just depends where guys are at in their life and their journey. Um, but it's very important to realize, get clear on your goals. What do you want? Do you want to have a lot of sexual experiences with a lot of different girls, find out what you like and don't like, or you're at that point where like, Hey, I've kind of messed around a bit. I'm kind of looking for that high quality girl. Um, because sometimes a lot of the times with my clients, they can get girls, but the problem is they can't get the quality of girl that they want. Um, They're just settling for average girls, just girls that like them, but they don't really like the girls. So what we want to do is try to shift that mindset um, to get it where the guys can get the girls that they want, those high quality girls. It's very important.
0: Hundred percent. I love it. I love these guys' work as well. They're like they do whatever it takes for their clients to get like they they're hustling at the nightclubs during the day, doing a lot of theory sessions and breaking this down, and so they can have the results that these guys want. Now let's let's jump into this man because a lot of guys will relate to this. So it's like where the fuck did they start? And like a lot of these guys, like I want to be the nice guy, and the thing is, I don't want to be that douchebag and. if if i'm that douchebag all of a sudden she might not like me and stuff like that but it's not just me how can I always say this be the nice guy with boundaries but how could a guy be really nice and then also sexual at the same time and start like on this progression man
1: yeah i love that uh what did you just say the Um, friendly guy with boundaries uh, yeah so
0: it's like the nice guy with boundaries i have like a whole epic speech about that but i'd love to know it's like basically like be so kind loving and vulnerable in short and then also you can go, you know what, that's not cool and this is what I like and this is what I don't like.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love that. I don't think I've heard you mention it before because a lot of the times after I sleep with girls, mm. I like to ask them like, oh, so what did you like about me? What were you attracted to me? And the the honestly, it blows guys' minds. But the, the main thing I always hear from girls is like, you actually cared about what I had to say. Yeah, you were yeah. actually interested in me. Um, and I was like, fuck, that's so powerful. The problem is, and, and I'll talk about this now, if the guys don't set that sexual frame. And then if you're just getting to know the girl and all this type of stuff, you just become the best friend. Um, but if you have that, uh, the sexual vibe or that sexual frame set, then you just like get to know her. You know, that's a, that's the mm-hmm. coolest thing of what I've taken the most out of my journey is like traveling the world, sleeping with so many different girls. I always like to get to know the girls I'm like oh so like what do we like growing up like what are your hopes and dreams your passions and like getting to know people on a deeper level because people are so surface level in this day and age um and people are craving like something more um but let's go back to the friend thing quickly so this is the the pro- the progression I see with guys like most guys Who aren't good with women, they're too much of a nice guy. Like you say, they don't really have boundaries. Um, So they're like, I'm too much of a nice guy. I'm always in the friend zone, things aren't working out. And then they find out about like this dating industry or or this niche, and then they go too much on the other side, which happened to me where it's like, okay, I'm a nice guy. I don't get results. The answer must be to be an asshole. Because you kind of hear those phrases like, girls love assholes and stuff type of stuff and there's a little bit of truth to that but it's more about the boundaries Mm. um so guys go from way too nice like letting girls walk all over them to then trying to like be this asshole guy and i remember this happened to me where i'd like insult girls she'd like tell me what she does and be like oh that's so boring that's so stupid like Mm -hmm. things like that and yeah like i remember it resulted in me like getting slapped in the face like a few times um, and I was kind of confused. I was like, wait, but I was a nice guy. That didn't work. I'm an asshole. This isn't working. I'm getting slapped in the face here. Um, and then you come back to the middle center where where you said it's just basically you want to give the girl a positive ex- experience, positive emotions. But at the same time, having boundaries, being able to say no to her. um, and that's so crucial. It's the biggest thing I see guys missing is, is the boundaries aspect of
0: it. Mm, 100%. And yeah, you've seen it as well, man. Like they go, I'm going to be, yeah, that nice guy. Then fuck it, I'm going to be this guy on the other side. And then I believe you find that happy medium in the middle. And that's what you're talking about where it's like, you don't have to be an angry fucking dude to get chicks. And the thing is, you, this was a hard thing for me to like really realize. You attract w- or who you are. And you like really can connect and deeply have these women in your life. It's like it's like women are a mirror of who you are, what you're attracting. Have you seen that through your progression as well, man?
1: Wow, I can't, uh, you couldn't have hit the nail more on the head. Like I remember my first relationship, um, I was about 21. This was before I knew the dating stuff. Um, it was horrible. It was terrible. Um I would walk on eggshells with the girl um, about, we were together maybe two and a half years. Uh, she stopped wanting to have sex after about a year. Mm. Um, she used to drop phrases, but in at, at the time, she's like, I don't know, don't you ever feel like with us, we just seem more like friends than boyfriend and girlfriend, but it wouldn't really hit home with me. I was like, what are you talking about and all this stuff? Um, that was the girl I actually lost my virginity to and my sex was terrible so I completely understand but exactly like you said she was my mirror at the time I was so not developed in myself no boundaries not knowing my values what my passions are and it was reflected in the girl where she would fucking flare up about something and instead of um, this was my thinking at the time is terrible if anyone's thinking like this stop uh, but I was like oh no don't say no to her mm. Because she's just going to get more angry and I don't want to fight. So just agree with her and whatever mm. she's saying. So there's less fighting that happens. And from like a, a rational male perspective, that's like, okay, that seems like quite a good idea. <laughs> but when you learn to understand woman, that's like the worst thing you can do. Um, and as I kind of progress, it was weird. I've been in probably three serious relationships, um, if you can include the current one, and each time it happened like two or three years after the other one, and it's almost like each relationship got better, and you could say, oh, I found a better match in a girl, Um, but at the same time, what it really was is the girl was mirroring me. The more I developed myself, the more I worked on myself, I became more emotionally grounded, understood who I was, my values, all these types of things, all of a sudden, I've got a girl now who wants to fucking have sex all the time. She's got all these kinky outfits, like we do all this crazy stuff. Um, but at the same time, it's not like I treat her like a doormat. I have so much love and appreciation for her. Um, and I often we, we talk about it because I'm like, were well, your previous relationships like this? Because we don't often fight about, like I remember, I don't know about you, but the worst thing for me about relationships was like just fighting over like the pettiest, like bullshit. And like the worst thing ever I see with guys, if you're in a long distance relationship and you're like fighting with a girl over text, it's like just so oh my gosh. Like as a guy, you're like, what is going on? here I'm having an argument over a stupid little screen. Um and now getting to that place where it's like, like you say, you put in those boundaries and that girl knows like don't try get away with that stuff, but The girl's always trying to test you to see where those boundaries are. Mm. And if she's like, oh, this guy's weak, she'll just steamroll all over you. Um, The same girl who's bitchy, late, giving you crap to one guy is an innocent little princess, always on time, apologetic, willing to impress another guy. So is it actually the girl or it's more the guy, like you said, is the mirror? So, so key
0: i like to say on that note as well, it's like don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Mm. Like that's it. It's like you don't need to come across like I'm fucking uh, dominant, but it's not even the right way. It's like it's more like if you're doing that, you're just coming across domineering. It's like, hey, I'm a cool dude. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And then we're going to roll cool. But the thing is I've had like a lot of women in my life who have just been like, insanely fucking like crazy fucking girls but the thing is I have allowed that to happen and then all of a sudden it's like you make a declaration to the universe even we are saying that last night when we went out for dinner Daniel took me out for dinner then I took him out for dinner the other night which was nice it was like some romantic shit going down so yeah I was like yo bro um, have you had that he goes yeah man it's like when I really like we both talked about like when we step up and go we're not gonna deal with this bullshit anymore now you've got a beautiful partner how it's like you both have great sex you get to explore and talk like the nitty gritty shit with all these little fucking blow-ups that you just don't need and i think that's we step into well let's segue the conversation a little bit towards like um sexuality and because i invited daniel to come to when i met the um the surgical boys um at um poland i invited them to come to the retreat and that was like the first time i met them we just like got on like a house on fire then all of a sudden my, you, i know you guys have had a lot of sexual experience but i go I'd love to see if there's maybe one or two things that I could give you perspective on in regards to sex. So I okay, go, I want you to come to the retreat and check it out. So yeah, if you want to like break that down because I know like you're yeah, talking about all the sex you've had now and then all the sex that um, after the, the experience at SQL, man, that'd be really cool for the guys to know because the thing is you've had all these experiences. Some guys have had like 10 girls or like maybe 2030 but you've had a lot more experience than that and then you're like holy shit this is how it's changed for you
1: yeah yeah such a such a good point um and, and, and like i was mentioning earlier it becomes that difference of like um width versus depth like you said i'd slept with hundreds of girls um before i met you but um <laughs> it's quite funny a, a lot of my like specialities was like sleeping with girls in like bathrooms and stuff like that, where I wouldn't even take them home from the club, but just like sleep with them in the bathroom and then carry on with my night. Um, but it was more like of a party trick, you know, it was not this like deep connection in terms of learning more about these girls and having a deeper experience with them. Um, and that's kind of when I came on the SQL retreat, what, what I got, um, exposed to. um, like I said, I'd had so many sexual experiences with women, but there was such a clear distinction, even with me and all my experience, from my sex life before getting introduced to XSQL and afterwards, you know? Um Yeah, I could go through all like the little tactics and all the things I learned. Like now I can just like make girls squirt like on command, and those are like the cool party tricks, but I remember I shared this with you uh, right after the retreat. I had some Polish girl um, basically implemented all the things that I learned from you on the retreat and all of a sudden this girl wants to fly me to Sweden um, because she's never had a sexual experience like that in her life. Mm. Um, and when you can give a girl something she's never had in her life, i.e. an incredible sexual experience, because what I realized that ninety nine point nine percent of guys are terrible in bed Mm. so even if you you go on the sql retreat you learn those things it's like you just put yourself in the top one percent um and a girl like you say she's never gonna forget that and i've had that experience and uh yeah, sometimes I would even be not confident, extremely like saying exactly what I want in the bedroom. Like if I want some crazy, kinky stuff, I'd kind of be like, oh no, like let me just sleep with her normally. But <laughs> or having uh, uh, come into contact with your teaching, it almost gave me that permission. Like, no, I want to do this crazy, kinky stuff. And then it was like, oh fuck, the girl's are actually super keen and into <laughs> it when you do it the right way. So yeah, it's completely opened up a, a whole new dimension to my sex life uh coming or, going on SQL. and um, for the guys who are listening who have been they'll completely know what I'm saying. And for guys who are thinking about it, like, honestly I don't know what you're waiting for.
0: Yeah man, it was it was just cool like to see you boys as I said with all this sexual experience. And I actually thought like, oh they might learn a few things. And then when you're on there you're like Dude, I'm getting Because the thing is, you guys got insane not just being able to get the woman, um, a really great great woman in your life, but also keep her around. You've really focused on connection and understanding that. We've even talked about that at dinner time and stuff like that and all the stuff you learned from Gabriel and all the stuff you picked up through your own journey. But then you're like, sexuality wasn't a main point that you guys really focused on. I go, this is just another anchor for a woman to be like, fuck, I can't wait to see you again. If you want to elaborate a bit that for you, man.
1: Yeah, not only is it just another anchor, it's probably one of the most powerful if they're not most most powerful um the the way i used to game um this is what most guys don't understand everyone asks they say i want to get a rotation like that's i ask guys i'm like what do you want in your day life oh i want a rotation like most guys don't want a rotation they think they want a rotation um trust me i've had it with like three four girls and it's just so much maintenance it's absolutely mental mm. um, But guys have never experienced that. And it's almost like the buzz catch word. Like, oh, I want a rotation. Um, But the main thing for me when I started on my journey, it's like I started to learn how to sleep with girls. Like, okay, I could pull them home from the club and sleep with them. But um, I was experiencing they wouldn't even text me back. Like they wouldn't even text me back. I'm like, they say uh, sexuality is the highest form of investment you can get if a girl sleeps with you. And on one level that is true on the physical, like for a girl to give herself to you, it's pretty powerful. But at the same time, in today's day and age, like girls are just sleeping around left, right and center. Like you don't stand out in her mind, in her life, just because you slept with her. Um, you either need one of two things. You either need, and this is what we focus on a lot is forming these deep connections with girls because what the big thing is like, Oh, I just want to fuck buddy. You know, like Mm -hmm. I just want to fuck buddy. But what you'll realize is that has a, it's a time bomb in a way. Like most girls won't stay around and be your fuck buddy for three months Mm -hmm. because they can find a guy just as cool as you who actually wants to be with them and wants something more serious. So, The fuck buddy thing will only kind of last like a month, maybe two, and then it kind of fades away. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you focus on developing a strong connection with the girl, sharing experiences, vulnerabilities, things she's never told anyone, all of a sudden you completely stand out in her mind um, as something she's never experienced before. And that way you can keep girls around a long time. And that's the only way I knew until Mm. I met you. And then what I started to realize what totally opened up a new paradigm is like, you either have super strong connection with the girl, which can be taught or your sex game is 10 out of 10 because mm. if your sex game is 10 out of 10 that will prolong the girl wanting to see you again and again and again and again um and that was something that was missing from my game mm. so now that i learned that from you it's like i got two pistols like loaded Yeah, it's like if i find a quality girl that i like she's I don't want to say it this way, but she's like, got no chance, you know, it's like, uh, she's never going to have any type of experience um, on a sexual level and on a connection level that she'll have with me. And I just know it as a fact. It's not even like a a thing. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I hear you, man. And sometimes uh, on that note, like I like make such bold claims, like I'm going to teach you how to be the best a woman's had inside and outside the bedroom. And dude's like, fuck, that's a bold claim. I go, because the outside is like the connection stuff. Mm. Goals, fantasies, mm. stuff like that. I mean, fan like what does she want to do? Life, fears, goals, why she wants to do certain things, connecting deeply on that. Yeah. And then also when you do that with the sex, like which guy's asking these questions? Which guy's really delving deep into this stuff? And then like, I'll never forget... When Daniel did the fucking pussy massage, my fucking <laughs> God, we did it on Hallie. Like, Hallie's the fucking doll. Like, I am like, I broke shit down. I've never seen, man. Fucking kudos to you, man. Putting out there the best pussy massage I've seen for fucking ever, man. Like, this guy just fucking tore it apart. I was looking at this doll. I'm like, fuck. I wish I was that doll, you know? And I wish I was a woman. And he's like, dude. So he goes, what, what can you critique me? I'm like, man, I mean, everyone's like clapping you and shit when you're finishing, which is really cool. Um... Um, we 're just getting a call coming through, um and yeah, Daniel was absolutely insane with his pussy massage, so yeah, it was fucking cool, man, yeah, if you just want to like give a little bit more about like um the retreat um yeah. from from your experience, like yeah. what like th- some of the exercises and stuff
1: yeah, definitely, um one of the things that I really enjoyed. Um, especially as you, you were talking about the, the pussy massage when I was doing the, the demonstration, is um it's almost like when we do coaching live in the field, we are right there with our students basically in their ear, listening to everything they're saying and the girls saying um to give direct feedback. And that was one of the things I really enjoyed on the retreat, um, is basically getting live feedback from yourself. Um, as an example, we're doing the the massage on the doll and uh, yeah, I won't lie, I fully got into it and I was, I was really loving that experience, but the cool thing is that you're standing right there giving, uh, uh, critiquing in a positive way. Hey, you did this well. Hey, you did that wrong. And it's like, what better feedback can you get from an actual coach right there with you demonstrating exactly what you need to do and what you're doing right or wrong? And that was one of the aspects I really enjoyed. There were so many. We were speaking about a dinner the, Mm. the other night. The main thing that other things stood out for me is you actually getting a tantra model to come in there and work with the guys. Like it wasn't just on a doll or something like that. It's like, no, let's get a real life experience. And it wasn't just some random chick, like someone's sister or like some random person you just yeah. brought in, it was like a top professional. And you could see when the guys were interacting with this girl, um, it was just a, an experience on a completely new level. And where are guys ever gonna experience something like that? Like in most people's lives, When are they going to experience things that you experience on an SQL retreat? Never, ever, ever. Um, It's the same thing like I say about a bootcamp. It's like, when are you going to actually experience when you go out with a dating coach, you're learning in the field exactly what's right, wrong? It's like, your life is so short. Why not do something crazy like that? I love doing new experiences like that. So SQL was was right at the top of my list in terms of new profound experiences. And I've done yeah. a lot of personal development. So yeah, it was awesome to see.
0: Fuck dude, but I'm saying, going back and seeing you with the doll, man. Like, well, <laughs> but you know what it was? It was the presence. It was the fucking presence. And that's what a guy is like thinking, everyone's like looking for that techniques. And that's what I'm like, let's break it down to the presence and like getting tuning in, starting with the hand on the heart, hand on the pussy. Breathing in, and then starting it to flow from there, and that's what was the huge fucking difference which I saw. Which, which—that's what guys are missing. Like the technique. Some guys like Gabriel, because Gabriel's just like <laughs> Gabriel's just like technique like this. I'm like, Dude, how many where, seconds? The, how many centimeters? Where, where's the feeling, brother? And he's like feeling what is feeling i go bro you got to feel into this and just like really flow and touch but that's what i really loved it's like the feeling the touch and i'm throwing toys at you i'm like all right daniel now put the toy but it was just good to see you let go and give yourself permission so Mm. that was fucking cool to see you there man Mm -hmm. um last thing i want to say um that's pretty much it actually i'm pretty good for for where we're at today unless there's something you want to um finish off and
1: yeah, just uh, uh, basically the, the area I want to finish off on. And, and I think, like you said, w- since we met, we just hit it off like a house on fire. Um, but it's also awesome that the service we want to provide to men and help them, it almost goes hand in hand. you know. Um, one of the biggest things I realized, and I just want to share with this guy, is I was, had a, quite a reputation for pulling um, mm. in the dating industry. I released a whole product that's over around 20 hours just about pulling girls. Um, and and it's an awesome skill. One of the biggest things I would notice with I could give guys all the techniques, exactly what to say, my exact lines, and if you can execute it, you're gonna get those exact results, but what I'd see is guys like self-sabotaging, not going through, I'm like, you know exactly what to do, why aren't you doing it? And since going on the SQL retreat, a huge light bulb went off in my mind um, is because guys are actually scared to get a girl back in the bedroom. I ask a guy, oh, what do you want? He's like, no, I wanna take a girl home. On the surface, he's saying that, but if you go down to the emotional level, it's like, but if I take her home, what if I suck in bed? What if I can't get it up? What if I come too quickly? So they'll actually self-sabotage their pull because they're scared of what's gonna happen in the bedroom. Mm. Um, and when I came on your retreat, I was like, wow, this gives guys the confidence knowing that if I take a girl back to my bedroom, um, we're gonna have an amazing experience together. And all of a sudden they, start, they stop self-sabotaging themselves in the field, in a bar, in a club, on a date, whatever it is. So that was a big realization I had from coming into contact with your teaching. And I just wanted to share that with guys because I think it's very vulnerable, uh, very important.
0: Uh, Gabriel and I talked about that. like how many dudes would be out there like like you go talk to that, like have a chat with that girl and like oh no nah, she's not my type I'm like dude she's exactly your type we broke it down day one she's so fucking attractive but it's like it's like but i didn't realize they go they rather go for a girl who's not really their type so then they don't have to deal with the shame of someone who's actually their type and then they yeah get it up keep it up last longer or they might not be able to come and all that shame in the bedroom when it's like holy shit that's why it's like it's becoming like knowing what to do, how to get the women who you actually desire and then actually like giving them the sex that they fucking want and you actually being able to have amazing pleasure. It's the fucking combo. So with saying that, if you want to know how to have the fucking dating life that you really want, Daniel, my man, is here to fucking give you all the insights and yeah, what's the best way to get in contact with you, bro?
1: Uh, yeah, the best way is just to message me on Facebook, uh, SPU Daniel, you can find me there. Um, also have a website, spudanielconsulting.com. If you want to book a free consultation where we can just go through what your stumbling blocks might be and some uh, solutions on how to overcome that please feel free to, to, to get in contact with me there. And I look forward to, to hearing from you guys. But yeah, uh, thanks so much, mate, for for having me on this podcast. Absolute blast. I love the work you're doing. I love the passion you put in. Um, I can see it in your clients that the way you communicate with them, you just go above and beyond to give them a great learning experience. Um, and that's something I really respect. So it's awesome that you do that.
0: Uh, likewise, man. It's good. Like As I said, it's like, a, it's like a combo. We're in the COVID-19 lockdown at the moment. We're not meant to be doing anything so... Go um go check out Daniel Shit, have a Skype session and then learn how to fuck really well and then after all that, then when um, this all blows over, you're going to be a fucking beast in life and all that. But thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and Daniel, it's always a pleasure. He's going to be on another podcast with us and we're going to be talking about actually some specifics about how to um, take the girls home that you actually want opposed to just like settling all that stuff. So yeah, what you can do with this movement is you can share it with your friends, your family. You can even listen to it on the way to school with your mama and then she can... You You can get the advice that you've always wanted. All right, thanks so much. And Daniel, um, we'll speak to you soon. And with that, um, adios, and I'll speak to you on the next episode.